Well, Alibaba had them 40 thieves to share his eye. He had a thousand tales. But Master Lear and Luck, cause up your sleeve, you got a brand of magic never fails. You got some power in your corner now. You got some heaven issues in your can. You got some punch. Besides, what we gotta do is rub that lamp in, I'll say. Mr. Aladdin, <laughs> sir, what will your pleasure be? Let me take your order and jot it down. You ain't never had a friend like me. No, no, no. Life is your restaurant and I'm your maitre d'. Come on, whisper what it is you want. You ain't never had a friend like me. Pride our sales and service. You're the boss, the king, the shah. Know what you wish. It's your true diz. How little more baklavah. Woo, man. That's one of my favorite songs. Oh, Jesus. How horrible was that? That sound okay? Halfway decent? Oh, I just I'll make it work. I'll make story. it work. Yeah. Man, but if you guys haven't figured out how we're starting this, trying to be a little happy about the, you know, the sadness of that has come across. Um, the genie is free and exploring the cosmos. Yeah. That's, um, so yeah, we're talking about Robin Williams. <laughs> Robin yeah, Williams, everybody. I mean, um, I don't know. Greg's tearing up already. So I'm going to, it's, it's hard, man. It, it's hard. Um, it, you know, it's one of those yeah. weird things. It's, it's like, I know he was just an actor and blah, 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 everybody. But when you see a lot of somebody, especially when you're young, of course they have an impact on your life. Right. You know, I never met him. Except for that one time where he fought in an alley for like three hours. But other than that, all I knew him from was his movies. But at the same time, they were like childhood-defining movies. Aladdin, Mrs. Doubtfire, sexual gender identity, learning how to <laughs> be a street rat. Hook. 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 Being Jumanji. 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 Well, it, it's, like, it? it's like you're, um, it's like losing your dad's uncle or like your dad's cousin like you knew about him and like you had some kind of yeah. relationship but it you know it's still very far away so you know it's it's one of the it's a little bit sad um yeah it, it, you know like you said like everybody's always just an actor and i know somebody's gonna post that thing in a couple days it's like robin william dies and um the entire internet blows up and you know hundreds of thousands die in gaza and nobody cares. I was like, yeah, okay, I get it. It's sad and what's happening in the world just sucks. But again, to have somebody like Robin Williams go that was, you know, everybody has a favorite Robin Williams moment or a favorite Robin Williams movie. And to see him go, you know, to something that this country kind of ignores with the whole mental health thing. Yeah. That it really sucks, especially for someone like me that – you know, I'm around somebody who um who's studying that the psychology, and Gilbert yourself. You know, you have your degree, yeah. and just to see that that has to you know suck for you to read that that that's what it was, and I'm not saying that it's 100 percent preventable, but yeah, and that that was a really heartbreaking thing about it was like it was depression and it was suicide, which was like God damn, you know, it wasn't like an OD or something, it wasn't a freak accident or cancer or all those things that are kind of out of your control. It was 
you know, the coroner or the police chief of there is just, just straight up said, yeah, it was hung himself with a belt. Um, and that's, that's it. It wasn't much more than that. Yeah. I mean, so like, what is your favorite, like Robin Williams moment, you know? Mrs. Doubtfire always was just like such a funny movie, even when I didn't fully understand it being that little, you know, when it was out, I would watch it and I'm like, oh, Robin Williams just acted foolish, you know, oh, he's got cream, whipped cream on his face and he's changing back and forth doing the voices, you know, and hello, then, right. <laughs> and then like, you know, the little cappuccino, like those little voices that like softness in his voice and just the very little subtleties of the jokes that he was doing it, both as Mrs. Doubtfire and as the character and then my favorite disney movie uh aladdin that is by far my favorite disney movie a lot of people go lion king i go aladdin and it's because of genie it's because of that like coked out sensibility that coked out just random like stream of consciousness kind of comedy this guy had i really really enjoyed it so yeah <laughs> go ahead Gilbert. <laughs> i was just gonna say i don't know i don't think i really have one favorite because there was like so many roles that i really liked like hook I thought that was pretty good. It was like mm-hmm. the first time I've seen him doing two different types of characters in the same movie, like being serious and being silly. And then the birdcage was like my first exposure to what a gay person's like. <laughs> oh, man. I took the words then, right out of my mouth right there. And I was like, oh, oh, they're funny. They're not that bad. I don't know why people get up in a huff. Um, right. right. It was a goodwill hunting where, again, more serious role. Uh, what else? Yeah, Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we watched that movie a ton. We watched the movie too many times. And VHS. So, you know, was, the magnetic tape was bleeding. Well worn. Well worn yeah. on that tape. Yeah. That's uh, the same thing with the hook for me. Um, hit the nail on the head with the birdcage, man. I could watch that movie and just laugh my ass off every time. Just, uh, I, it made me long for, uh, not, maybe not a sequel, but just to see Nathan Lane and, uh, Robin Williams be in another movie together, something similar along those lines. Cause man, um, yeah, Hook was the big one for me. Um, obviously, uh, we come from a Disney family, so the, Aladdin played a huge thing. I mean, we kind of just sung the song off the top of our heads right now. <laughs> so, you know, we've done it. It's like we've done it a few times. Exactly. And just the, the characters that he does um, in, in that, in that, in that song, he's got that. I'm telling you, you know, like just different. It, it's just great. Like it, it, I was sad. I didn't want to believe it. When, right. when I read it and to see somebody like that go at a very young age, you know, was yeah, 63? very young, but I mean, I mean, 63 is in know. today's world, you're, 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 people accept that you're supposed to live past 63, right? Like, am I wrong in assuming that? Well, I mean, retirement at 65, so. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. Fair, fair. Yeah. Uh, it, it was very sad to see him go. It, this, there is a comedian. Paul F. Tompkins that um, wrote an article that was very, you know, it hit the nail on the head for me for how I kind of felt for Robin Williams, um, that he was a guy that you saw on TV that was being goofy and being crazy, you know, and people loved him for yeah. it. And I wasn't, I was always, a, I guess, a little bit of an oddball kid. I'd always want to dance and dance in front <laughs> of the family and do stupid things and sing stupid songs. Right. And I remember seeing him in like in Hook, and then seeing him in that um, the reruns of the was it Morton Mindy? 
Mark and Mindy. Yeah. Mark and Mindy. And, and then, yeah, and it's like, oh, man, this guy's insane. <laughs> and to see that it was okay that people will like you for being that kind of oddball. And a quote in uh, Paul F. Tompkins in this article that he wrote, um, so he was a hero to me. And that right there, it's like that hits the home. That hit, that hit I mean, home with me that, you know, seeing this man who voiced, you know, my, it was a voice of my favorite character in, in all of Disney, who whose movies can make me laugh. They made me cry. I can't say of any other actor who's done that for me in my entire life, who's been whose movies I've watched my entire life and appreciated you know, as I grew up. So this guy, you know, Robin Williams was a um, inspiration to me, not only to just stay goofy, you know, but yeah. to yeah. that, that doesn't have to define you either. So yeah, you can, kind of he truly will be missed. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, with everything that I saw him, saw of him, it really kind of conveniently fell into the right places. Kind of how I was introduced to him. So like, Nick and Knight, it was just a weird guy, Mark and Mindy. Exactly. You know? And it was like, oh, he's kind of funny. Um, and then the Disney movies where he, or in Aladdin especially, and then like Hook and then Mrs. Doubtfire. Each hit me at a moment that was like, oh, I'm kind of perfectly aligned for this because I kind of get the adult humor and I kind of get mm-hmm. the kid humor. The kid humor is still funny to me. Right. And then when I saw his first stand-up, or when I first saw one of his stand-ups, I think I was like 18 or 20 or something like that. And I heard him cuss. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah. he's cussing. Wow. Right. But I couldn't be surprised for long because what he was saying was so funny that I just started laughing. And it was like <laughs> the right moment where I could get everything he was saying. Mm-hmm. I was mature enough to kind of get past the yeah, like initial shock. Like, oh, it's Robert William cussing. I was like, oh, that's what he's going to do for the rest of his act. So I better get used to it. Yeah. Right. Which was easy to do since he was really funny. You know, right. and like I said, the birdcage, I was moderately young. So. It was uh, one of those things where I was like, oh, they're being gay. I think I know what that is. It doesn't look too harmful or dangerous or anything. <laughs> it looks kind of fun. I might try it out one day. No, not really. No. <laughs> but it was really like a non-hostile way of like just showing gay people because that's something I'd never seen before. And at the moment I saw it, it kind of worked out. Right. Where that I could be like, you know, accepting and just kind of take in what it was without overanalyzing it, whatever. Right. Like, I had seen some of his stand up on YouTube, actually, kind of the same age, like maybe 18, 19, 20. And, um, man, that bit he does about golf. (laughs) It's just him just talking about the most, like, unimportant sport in, like, the United States. Like, just, like, something that we really don't even care all that much about. But he gives, like, just, takes it apart bit by bit and just goes through that history of how it was developed and it's just the funniest thing and you hear the cussing and you hear you know his reasoning is just flow is just like but it's so like perfect you know it seems like he planned it the entire time you know like this guy is just brilliant in terms of improv like his improving skills like that type of freedom for actors to do that i don't think would happen you know a lot of these guys that do it nowadays you know aren't as good improving their lines you know how much of aladdin do you think was written on his part you know it's just him just like mouthing it off and like all right now animate that all the like jack nicholson impressions and stuff thrown in there all the little things that he threw in the inflections the the emphasis he'll put in on some of the things you know it's just unlike something i've ever seen 
and probably will ever see sung. for a long time. <laughs> right? Yeah. That's but yeah. It's sad know. to see him go. And to know I mean but I take solace to know that he you know, it he didn't have to suffer alone. Like you're not you're not alone, you know. There's there's people fit to help you through that stuff. But if he was suffering in any way, he isn't anymore and you know, I don't, I'm a, I'm a man of um, I'm a man of faith, so I, I like to think that uh, he's headlining whatever comedy clubs in heaven today. Yeah, along with Chris Farley. And with that being said, uh, this is the Fantastic Voyage. No music today. To the so. land of funk. To the land no. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound. All right. Well, since we talked about, you know, we got that. <laughs> That's public out of the domain. Way it's and, okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, um, yeah. Now that we've, um, you know, talked about what everybody on the internet's talking about, you know, with the passing of Robin Williams, we're gonna move on. To our, our stories of the ridiculousness that is the world. And as usual, I'm one of your awesome hosts. I'm Gergi. I'm Gilbert. And I'm Sammy. So, um, yeah, I know I usually take the reins on this. And guys, um, I figured since we started on such a downer, um, we would kind of keep the show the same tone. So I got a couple serious stories. Um, serious I don't stories? Know. Huh? Yeah, I, I, you know, I don't know if that's cool. Sam, is that cool? Um, yeah, go I mean, ahead, man. I mean, I mean, I could, I could tell you what the titles are and you can like edit it out later and we could just find something else, but, um, yeah, we can do that. Let's, all right. let's go well, ahead, let, man. Yeah. Let me just tell you what they are. Um, <sighs> the first one is a, um, woman who went to McDonald's found the swastika in her, uh, chicken sandwich, you know, very serious Nazis, terrible people. Um, kind of a surprise. Um, you know, the next one is a, uh, about a robber, you know, th- thievery stealing is just terrible, but, uh, he just wears hats or wigs or just costumes. I don't know if that's, uh, something we want to talk about, you know, uh, the next one, terrible, terrible, just violence, just violence, a teen, uh, goes medieval on someone's ass, uh, uses a mace <laughs> to attack them. Guys, this is serious. Guys, come on. <laughs> Sorry, come on. man. Somebody. All right, fine. And the last one, um, 65-year-old man from England uh, wants to become Native American. So, yeah, those are the stories. Um, you know, just want to keep that serious tone, kind of keep it consistent. What do you guys think? Those, those will work? That's some heavy shit, Gilbert. Yeah, man. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, we can, um, you know what? I don't know. Whatever, guys. Just... Yeah, oh, we'll all, just start. We'll just start. We'll just, I mean, just you go to McDonald's. All right. So after I hold heard on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold <laughs> on. First of all, you have to read this headline as if you're reporting it in the 1940s. <laughs> you mean? <laughs> <laughs> By the way, people, you're allowed to laugh. We're not actually that somber. <laughs> yeah. yeah no. No, these, <laughs> these stories are fucking stupid. Like <laughs> always, we're gonna keep it that way. Um, I hope you guys are laughing. I did my best yeah. acting for you. Um, I think everyone at, at least, least it's too good. Everyone's at least, at least, now. At least acting, at least laughing at his acting ability. 
<laughs> you know, there you go. So sh- should I should I say the um the headline of this in my 1940s voice? As long as you like, started with extra you need- extra, read all about it. <laughs> okay, you need like a paper bag to put over your face or something. You need that nice grainy sound. As right. Well, I'll you add it. I got the voice. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Stop the presses. A Nazi surprise! <laughs> McDonald's customer finds swastika symbols smeared in the chicken sandwich. <laughs> I like how the oh, sandwich had like three A's. Sandwich. <laughs> sandwich. Hold on. Hold on, I gotta do the. Uh, where should we be doing this report from? Dateline, New York. Some the excellence. <laughs> You're on the okay. excellence for God's sakes. Come okay. on, Brandy. Dateline, the excellence. Uh, okay. Right, let's try it again. Let's do this again. <laughs> you ready, Gilbert? Yes. All right. Dateline, the Mexicans. A Nazi surprise. McDonald's customer finds a swastika symbol smeared in the chicken sandwich. <laughs> Can you see the reel, the black and white reel of this? Like, yeah, just a grainy. Germany, 1942. Airplanes are bombing British Isle. And the sandwiches are invading America. Here Look in your sandwich. Do you see it now? The swastika. <laughs> Buy war bonds to support our troops. <laughs> that Adolf Hitler, he's a bad egg. <laughs> so what the fuck is happening in this story? Did someone just like <laughs> just kind of said it. I mean, I mean, I love. That's why I love. Um, what what website is this? Mirror. Uh, the the mirror. Like half the time, it's just like why even read the rest of the article? A Nazi surprise. That's. Sh- <laughs> That's the greatest. When's the last time that was printed? And by well, printed, I mean posted on the internet. Jesus, how old am I? <laughs> anyway, um, a Nazi surprise. Like, what's, 1946. Um, a Nazi surprise. Like that. That sounds like a achievement on an Xbox One game or something like that. Like a Nazi surprise. McDonald's customer finds swastika symbol smeared into chicken sandwich. <laughs> And I don't even know what that is. Like, I'm looking at the sandwich right now, and it's the bun with this, like, piss yellow swastika. <laughs> yeah. Like, is that the mustard? Because it's fully absorbed in the bread. It, it doesn't says, look like mustard. It says melted it? butter. Melted butter? Which is, got, I don't understand. butter in McDonald's? <laughs> right? And they put it on their chicken sandwiches? <laughs> like, actual what? butter is not that weird, like, foamy shit that they put on their pancakes you know sometimes? Butter-like probably- product? It's probably mm-hmm. butter-like product inside uh, the mustard kind of squeeze bottle. They just kind of like paint it on uh, or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I like the fact that this person got caught this time, but how many swastikas has he served? <laughs> Seriously, like, who opens their chicken sandwich? Right. Just to be like, I wonder what's inside. <laughs> to be honest with you, they probably got the fucking order wrong. And it's like, I didn't ask for pickles. And then he opened it. Swastika. And, like, oh. and underneath, underneath the kraut that the guy ordered or didn't order. It was a swastika and be like, oh, my God. <laughs> Don't you mean, breath. I didn't order krauts. I ordered pickles. Eh? Eh? Sauerkraut, <laughs> get it? Sauerkraut, yeah. pickle thing that another you might thing. put in. I thought anyway. You calling, I thought you were just calling a German, our, German, our German audience krauts. <laughs> Not <Gems>. our audience. <laughs> See, <laughs> I think my favorite part of this article, so lady's named Charlie Matisse, ordered the chicken sandwich. And she was quoted in the uh, interview. Is this a joke? Did somebody really think this is funny? Many people died because of that symbol. It's not something that should be taken lightly. It's not something that should be thrown around. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that the symbol didn't kill all those people. I'm pretty sure it was the Blitzkriegs <laughs> and the bombings. and Fun fact, that's originally a Christian symbol. I thought it was Chinese. Yep. 
it's no. seen in many cultures. I think there's yeah. an Indian version, a Chinese version. Uh, Christians adopted it, right, where I think Hitler got it from the Christians. Yeah, the, picked it up from Nazis. Us Christians fucking I ruined think, everything. The world they ruined up, everything World they War II, Poland. I'm just saying we beat them in the Olympics at running. Suck it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was some and, well, if you want to go back to the Olympics, uh, Mexico beat them in the Olympics in soccer, so suck that. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I mean, this is something <laughs> that you, what do you do? Like, I never check my, I maybe check my burgers. I don't know. They put something that looks like really old lettuce. I'll do that's out of here. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I don't like, know. I hate, I hate onions. So I always <laughs> I check know. for onions and things. But, um, one, your, your first mistake is going to McDonald's. <laughs> like, well, to be fair, she is in North Carolina. So that's probably like five star eating where she's at. Well, I'm just saying, you in North Carolina and you go to get a chicken sandwich in a place where like fried chicken is kind of like, it has to be like on every other corner. <laughs> on the corner. There's on people the just corner? selling fried chicken on the it's corner. Like, it's like Jamaica where they just have on the streets lined with jerk chicken. And I was like, you mean heaven? Oh, no, it's Jamaica. Never mind. And so, like, so that's your first mistake. And then you order a chicken sandwich. Like, I understand the struggle is real. <laughs> and people are broke and then that dollar menu is like tempting but people other restaurant other fast food places have dollar menus that have better food like get that get that um chemically infused smoke flavor from uh the burger king <laughs> chemically infused smoke flavor or, or as they're gonna tell you char broiled I, I bet you guys didn't know smoke came in a liquid bottle and yeah yeah i did i cook <laughs> how do you turn smoke into a liquid and then put it in a bottle. <laughs> I don't know, but they same way they the make fuck out. same way they make alcohol. Anyway, <laughs> but man, that's that's a very stretch. That's a, that that joke goes out to the audience to understand how distilling works. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that goes out to my fellow alchemists. Right. See, chemistry one hundred one. What is it bad that I would be more offended to find mayonnaise than a fucking swastika in my burger? Like. Uh, yes. <laughs> or anything else, Sam? Don't you just order, like, ketchup and chicken? <laughs> exactly. Just, fucking mayonnaise and that shit ruins body. it. Sammy would have been super, like, doubly offended if it was a swastika made with mayonnaise. <laughs> she would have drove the car through the fucking window and just been like, I ordered a plain burger. <laughs> chicken sandwiches. Man throws up, man throws up at sight of swastika. It's like, no, man threw up because there was mayonnaise. <laughs> Oh my god! And like, so like, what other offensive symbols could you put? Like a pentagram, <laughs> the devil and butter. Or if you want to like uh, offend six, six, some six. people, just put like a cross. Not everybody's I Christian. Yeah, I mean, I don't know because y- your symbol has to be interpreted as something. Like if you did a cross, maybe like the person just went, shh, shh, "There's your mayonnaise. There's your ketchup." The Prophet Inter- Muhammad. Like, there you go. If you drew the Prophet Muhammad in butter on your bun. I won't even be mad. I'd be impressive. <laughs> See, like trying to think of something, you think of like the middle finger. That would be something you could sort of interpret. It would just it look was, like a dick and balls. <laughs> yeah, dick and balls. Dick and balls would be kind of good. Giant yeah. chode. Mm. <laughs> you're you're a little bit excited about that. Mm-hmm. Dick and balls would be good in my sandwich. Mm-hmm. In my sandwich. Mm-hmm. I want the foot long. <laughs> Five dollars. Five dollar foot long. That's good. St- that's good. That's a good. See, you could have gone to Subway <laughs> and got a five dollar foot long. That would have fed you for two meals. <laughs> and then you would have had 
diarrhea. Right, yeah. And you can hours. see them making the swastikas, and <laughs> right? you have the glass window right there. You can make sure. You can catch them. Right. Catch them. Hey, hey, hey. Put a couple more. <laughs> and see, I think the like moral of the story, or not even the moral, it's just that the fact that this story really doesn't have a purpose is that she didn't sue him or anything. They just got the guy fired. And then Charlize says she has accepted the apology and plans to eat at McDonald's again. So happy ending. So the, the moral of the story is that somebody just got fired? Yep. yep. <laughs> Don't put swastikas well, on things, people. You're gonna was the fired. dude at least white so they can at least say racism? Or was it just like some black dude doing it because he thought it was funny? <laughs> oh, you know what happened? His manager taught him that's how you put things on the bun. <laughs> right. They should fire the manager. I'm sure that's how he was trained or she. I mean, all I things it considered, like, it's an even distribution of butter. So That's pretty even distribution to me. I mean... Especially if you're doing from a squeeze bottle, it's just going to come out as lines. Right? That's effective. Exactly. <laughs> what are you going to do? do like zigzag shit? Yeah, exactly. you can put a squiggly on there or like a little circle. That it's like, oh my God, there's a yin-yang symbol in my burger. I'm not Chinese. <laughs> I'm fucking doing. Or I want that guy fired. He offended me. Hold, wait. I don't... Hold on. Hold on, guys. I'm, I'm, turning, I'm turning my head. Hold on. Hold on. I'm turning my head, people. I'm... Oh, that's not a swastika. That's Jesus Christ. Oh, oh Jesus. he has returned. Oh, yes, they are mistaken. Oh, God. Chicken sandwich, away. Jesus. Everybody's focused on the on the bun, right? But if you look at the chicken, <laughs> look, kind of slightly find, you can find it in there. I'm kind of doing the John Madden, like circling and highlighting things right now, everybody. And <laughs> oh, I have found. Yep. That's the Burger uh, King King oh. guy. <laughs> uh, I see Alf. Uh, <laughs> man, this is a tough Alf? one. I can't really see much. Right? No, I can't even try to make I see, it. I see maybe. I just got done watching Ninja Turtles, so I see Ninja Turtles all over the place. <laughs> see, I see Rufio. I see his feathers and his sword and his feathered. Oh. Hey, Rufio, hey, Rufio, 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 Rufio. Oh! <laughs> <I like that. laughs> you guys didn't let that go. Thank you. <laughs> Damn straight. We're not going to let that go. All right. So, yeah, that's nothing to this story besides Gilbert, the guy getting gonna, fired. Hold on, hold on, Gilbert. Were you going to go back and suggest to our children that they look at their food and try to find religious figures? <laughs> no. I was going to show them a, a fun game you do. So when you're on the toilet taking a shit, look at your wall or look at the tile on the floor, anything with a little bit of like texture to it, and see how many faces you can find. I've found so many faces just like because I have nothing to do except go. <laughs> And my eyes are not doing anything, so they'll just wander and they'll be like, oh, there's like a face in the ceiling. There's a face on the wall. Gil. Fun little game. People have cell phones now. Then you name them and uh, you give them like character traits. uh, And then you start thinking of massive adventures that they go on. Usually I just take a 20 minute shit, so I got some time to (laughs) fill. So uh, I should write these stories down. He's been through the mines of Mordia a few times. (laughs) (laughs) Battle some cave trolls. Moral of the story, my cousin Gilbert's insane, so <laughs> we, need to get him, we need to get him help. Oh, my God. <coughs> People be but, needing help. Yeah, yeah. People always worry. I, I don't know. This is... I'm, some Somebody <laughs> lost their job for this. <laughs> we probably didn't deserve to have it in the first place. Let's be honest. I mean, you work at McDonald's. It's like you don't. McDonald's, no, no, like... Nobody wants to work there. This dude got a job. He, the struggle is real. Now this guy's going to have to go somewhere else. I mean, I guess it beats robbing banks, I guess, or something like that. So, 
Yeah, at least it's honest work. You're right, Sam. At least it's honest work. You could just, you know, <laughs> go rob a bank or something, and then put well, on I a mean, different hat. No, I'm just saying. But if you had bank. to rob a bank, you couldn't. Yeah, you, you could only do it once. And what you get like two grand out of it, max ten grand maybe if you're lucky. You yeah, have to like, you'd have to have some kind of like systematic approach to it. To like, if you really wanted to make money off of robbing a bank, you have to do it more than once. And if you yeah. did it more than once, they'd catch you. Like everybody who robs like more than three times gets caught because like they just go in, they think the same plan, passing a note and taking the money is going to work. It doesn't work. You got to be systematic. You got to be clever. You have to have a disguise. A disguise. Oh, like the guys from uh, what's it called? Um, the town, huh? No, like the guy from San Diego who dressed as an old man. What? what? He used uh, movie prop makeup to make himself look like an old man. Like in Drive? <laughs> or <just laughs> Rob Banks. Or like but, in Bad Grandpa? Uh, uh, sort of like that. Sort of like that. But, you know, not everybody has access to, like, movie quality makeup or, or you know, things like that. So the next best thing is a hat. Dateline, the excellence. Move over, John Dillinger. Move over, Babyface Nelson. Hat-loving robber robs seven banks. Ha-cha-cha-cha. <laughs> so, yeah. So, if you quite didn't understand what he said. <laughs> <laughs> it was a bit all over the place. but uh, So, I don't know why you gave us a sam- this story, Sam, but just a dude of many hats robbing many banks. With his many hats. It sounds like a, an old time, like fairy tale, like the rogue with the many hats. And like, he goes along like the trail as like a minstrel and he robs people, but he's like happy about it. And then in the end, like a fox tells him to learn his lesson and he marries the princess or something like the man with many hats. See, the thing about the man with many hats, um, he has his calling card. He knows that when he goes into rob a bank, He's going to have his different hat on. My question to you guys was going to be, if you were to rob banks, what would be your signature? Like, what would you do every time you went in to rob a bank? Um, I'd probably, I'd probably talk like this. So it'd be like a 1920s style gangster. <laughs> Stick him up here. Stick him up here. Reach for the skies, huh? That would be strapped with like dynamite and be like, yeah, somebody say <laughs> something. I will kill us all. You get you find a Tommy gun out of nowhere and just have right, a chest I think that'd be, dynamite. I'd have to rob banks just to buy the Tommy gun. <laughs> Aren't they legal <laughs> in California anyway? Yeah, they're illegal in our state. Yeah, looks like I'm just robbing all the banks in Nevada. <laughs> I mean, if I were to rob banks, I would just go as a white dude. Oh, <laughs> they do it all uh, the time anyway. <laughs> they do it from the other side of the desk. Right. Hi, Wall Street. To get a job at Wall Street, that'd be my job right there. <laughs> Perfect way. Foolproof. I'll rob a bank and then we'll fail and then they'll give me more money just because. <laughs> Foolproof plan. See, How do you work on that economics degree? My plan was to dress up as all the Ninja Turtles, even the female one. Like you'd be like, like oh, at this the same like- time? Just, yeah, just you by yourself? <laughs> yeah. I would just have all their weapons. No, I would go one at a time. I'd be like, all right, this bank robber, I'm Raphael. And I would have to buy one suit, just change bandanas and weapons. So the next time, so the, after the first time you rob a bank, you're going to enter another bank as the Ninja Turtle robber. But I'm going to be Michelangelo, so they won't know it's me. <laughs> oh, it's the Raphael. No, oh, no, it's not Raphael. No, it's no, it's not the okay, Raphael cool. robber. This guy's different. Buzz him in. Buzz him in. Buzz him in. <laughs> yeah. I like this is a dumb story. 
The movie The Town showed everybody how to rob a bank, but nobody has the balls to do it. What were <laughs> they doing in the town? They were just, they knew they, well, I don't know, watch the movie. It's an amazing <laughs> movie. Yeah, what they do is they all have masks, and they're all super, like, clean about it. They have bleach. They know what to look for, like, the tracking packs, like, that are in, in certain, like, money packs and stuff. Just, and they don't leave the, they don't get the explosive packs of money that, like, blow up and have blue ink all over the place. Mm-hmm. They, you know, they're very violent, very fast. They know how to go in and out within like 10 minutes or five minutes. So it's pretty impressive. And I'm like, when I was first watching the movie, I was like, this is very like detailed on how they <laughs> were, to, how they're able to do this. And I was like, we should rob banks. And then I'm like, but I don't want to like, I like going to sleep and not knowing somebody's looking for me. <laughs> very stressful. I, mean, I think yeah. the Dark Knight had a better one. I just have to wait for that moment where there's 20 buses in a row that I can just kind of squeeze into <laughs> on the way out. Because <laughs> oh, that seemed like a pretty good plan. You mean, yeah, I mean, plot convenience? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> See, the Fast and the Furious, I forget which one. I don't know if it was Fast Five or just Fast and Furious. <laughs> you're a fucking they, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> where they take the safe, they rip it out, they put it in the fucking truck. And then somehow bait and switch it at some point. I have no idea how they did it still. And I watched that movie twice just so I could try to figure it out. I don't know. I think that's the most foolproof way to do it. Sam, it's oh, magic. That, uh, <laughs> the fact that those cars wouldn't move. <laughs> I mean, the, the, if one, if the chain got, those hey, chains wouldn't hold Ford tough. They're built right? They were, Ford do- they were Dodges, tough. I think. It has a Hemi. Oh, no. They were Dodges. But, I mean, if the, that, safe that size went tumbling over like that the chain would rip they would get all tangled up the chains themselves and there would just be too much pressure on the chain they would snap they just end up dragging it safe to the middle of the street somewhere (laughs) (laughs) and then uh, no you know what been an awesome scene is if they pull out they have it connected to the chassis and as they drive the chain doesn't break (laughs) but the fucking back of the car the rear axle just just ripped (laughs) fuck right but it's a four-wheel drive so the front part of the car is still going (laughs) (laughs) just dragging the back we're all skipping over the the most obvious choice of how to rob a bank and it's the ocean 11 plan i mean (laughs) oh it's ocean's 11 plan step one get 10 million (laughs) dollars step two be ridiculously good looking (laughs) i can have a emp generator in the they local university (laughs) they just stole that shit from stanford or some shit like that and then drove it over (laughs) <laughs> and just like and then steal an EMP generator and then hope no one looks for an AMP generator <laughs> <laughs> hope they don't fucking report that shit for a couple days <laughs> find it probably under a desk or something working guy working to go I mean did just get out and walk out of here it's probably underneath somebody's post-it note or something and then conveniently have a group of friends that are all really good at something right Hey, they weren't they weren't conveniently friends alright they just happened to be in Las Vegas where you could find an acrobat Bernie Mac um, a British guy. Acro- acrobatic Bernie Mac. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. An acrobat, comma, Bernie Mac. Oh, okay. Hold on. Quick, quick, hold on. Tom. I like John Don Cheadle's character, uh, Basher. They give him the most <laughs> cockney thing to say in that movie. He's like, we're going to be in Bonnie. They're like looking at him like, what? And I was like, yeah, because you can't just say we're going to be in Barney and have everybody assume <laughs> that you mean Barney Rubble, and then that Rubble rhymes, rhymes, with, rhymes trouble. with trouble. Like that's a long journey for people, you people, to, for you to assume people to go down. No, he's that guy that says something. 
that's just stupid and inane and doesn't make sense to anyone. Just so you can ask him, what did you say? And so he gets to sound like a smart ass explaining it to you, like you were supposed to understand it. Like that's right. a thing people say. It's like, fuck you, Don Cheadle. Right. <laughs> fuck you, Basher <laughs> character. Because <laughs> he totally says that. Bonnie, rubble, trouble. Like, you're supposed to understand what the fuck he's talking about. It's like, dude, you're like, British. We don't understand half the things you're saying anyway. You don't need to complicate it by throwing in idioms nobody's heard of. At least this side of the pond wouldn't have been much easier just to say, we're in deep shit. Or we're in trouble. <laughs> but I digress. <laughs> what are we talking about again? Some black dude? He's black, by the way. Some, Some black dude <laughs> wearing different hats. Like, how do you get away with this? Like, did he just do it, like, right after each other? <laughs> Well, he robbed oh, one bank like twice. like a two and a half month kind of... Oh, how did he rob the same bank twice? That's amazing. Pass, pass the note and say, I will violent you if you don't give me the money. So You know why? Because oh, that's what he did? When yeah. he went into the first bank and robbed it, they said, give me a description. Um, black, <laughs> six one, uh, 200 pounds, um, black. So they're like, oh, well, fuck, we can't just stop every black guy that walks in who's 6'1", 200 pounds approximately. Like, Jesus Christ. Did That's he like have every black man. Did he have a, uh, a sharp nose? Uh, did he have a mole? Um, he was uh, black, I think. <laughs> you know, he's pretty sure he was black. Uh, pretty sure he was black. Mustache, short hair, long hair. Uh, black hair. <laughs> Black hair, um, curly, really curly black hair. He uh, he was black. <laughs> Between the heights of five seven and six four, <laughs> the weights of one seventy to two forty. Approximate age um, nineteen to forty two. <laughs> you know, black don't crack. He could be eighty something. I'm just saying. <laughs> Got Rogaine, takes out all the gray. gray so, my, could have been one of those guys from the doubletoasted.com for all we know. Shit, oh. where this take place? <laughs> Where'd this take place? In Texas? In Austin? No. Uh, New York. New York. Uh, oh, he goes there. Mr. He goes there quite Kobe often. Oh, there. He, don't, he don't go there anymore. He got no reason to go up there. Um, <laughs> not, not anymore. He robbed all those banks. He got warrants. Right, yeah. <laughs> I got warrants. I got warrants. But yeah, no. Um, so don't rob all banks. We know, for all we know, shit. That's a perfect crime. I'm going to go rob banks in New York and then go back and live in Austin. There you go. <laughs> you <have> to... <laughs> I wonder if... East Texas is as bad as West Texas. Maybe. What? <laughs> I said, I wonder if East Texas is as bad as West Texas in terms of driving there. <laughs> well, n- no, Maybe because... Maybe some bayou? I don't know. Nah, but you, you go through actual states and shit going north. Up to, <laughs> like, we went through four states, three of which were... Or three and a half of which were fucking desert. <laughs> and West uh, East Texas is like... On the coast, so they might get a little bit of like life. Yeah. You get Corpus Christi and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm calling it right now. The boys from Double Toasted, we're on to you. <laughs> oh, I can't even call them them boys because they're the, them fine gentlemen. <laughs> fine gent. Fine gentlemen. Nah, Good day, sir. Gentlemen. Um, nah, yeah. there you, go. you know what though? Like, <laughs> honestly, if I were to rob a bank. I don't know about this subtle shit. Like, you don't try to, like, do the note and stuff like that. You got to hit them hard. That's my philosophy. Like, hit them hard. Like, basically come in, fucking guns blaring, fucking swinging a battle axe. Put your pistol whipping. Or perhaps, perhaps, you use a mace. Baltimore teen goes on medieval rampage, attacking innocent bystanders. 
Now you can go. Yeah. <laughs> do you want me to voice, do that? Go. Do you want me to do that in the twenties voice? Yes. All right. Or perhaps you use a mace. Dateline, the excellent. Baltimore teen goes medieval on innocent bystander. What is this world coming to, folks? <laughs> I wonder how long that bit's, that bit's going to go on before people are like, that's Hopefully, dumb. Hopefully only this show. <laughs> Hopefully up until the next thing. Anytime there's a Nazi surprise. Yeah, anytime I feel like the the headline should have been written in 1920s, I'll do that. Because Baltimore teen goes medieval <laughs> on innocent bystander. I mean, bring, 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 here, 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 here. Baltimore teen uses medieval mace. It's that's not a mace. That's a flail. <laughs> My brother would know too. Dump. They, okay, we guys, we gotta ignore this. This is dumb. They got it all wrong. All right, next story. What is it? <laughs> uh, I I'm thought you okay. said like Baltimore teen attacks with mace. I was like, that's bad because it's like pepper spray. But then you clarified a mace, which is actually a flail. <laughs> Does the first line of this say "mace in your face" means peace? <laughs> See you later. <laughs> is that the first line of this fucking story? That's it what is. it is. I think that's the Don Gito line, like, just right. like, make it up, just, right. uh, hey, Mason people believe us. Right, I feel like it's like, goddamn, like, Public Enemy and Anthrax are singing this shit right here. <laughs> Ice in your face means peace, see you later, some shit like that. Oh, you know what it is? It's a lyric from A Tribe Called Quest. It's bass in his face means peace, see you later. Oh, okay, so, now, I'm, see, I know, okay, I... <laughs> I was going to say, like, what it sounds sound like a like? rap lyric. Yeah, yeah, what does it sound like? I've heard it before. Scenario. Yeah. So basically, they're just mutilating rap lyrics. Right? Exactly. That's why I said it with like, I had some type of rhythm in my head when I was saying, <laughs> <right>. okay, anyway. <laughs> Insane in the membrane. That's wait, 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 wait. Hold on. I thought this was one teen, but apparently a group of Baltimore teens brutally attacked a 41-year-old man in a park using medieval assault weapons. <laughs> So How did you respond to that? Like you Ow. saw a bunch of like crazy, crazy teens coming at you. Like is that a that is a mace and that's a flail. A guy has a battle axe. What the hell am I supposed to do in this situation? Like, are they foam? Right? No, you know what? You know what? This what? Hold on. They, I see. Big, these are not teens. Those are orcs. Those are <laughs> orc raid. Gilbert. 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 Not You're everything. Not everything's Lord of the Rings, Gilbert. They're coming to get the hobbitses. We gotta Gilbert, protect them. Gilbert, just, the guy just threw his wedding ring at him. I knew this was a bad idea. And then <laughs> run away. So the orcs, aged fourteen to sixteen, uh, they were young. Approached young the man orcs. last Thursday. We gotta, hope, we gotta make sure Gilbert Baltimore. doesn't move to Baltimore and start beating the shit out of just ten-year-olds. <laughs> if they come at, me, look at self-defense law state. In most, in all states, at least, I think the national law states, Stand your ground. if you're attacked with something, you can use equal or lesser force to defend yourself. So if someone's shooting at you, you can shoot at them. But if someone's coming at you with a knife and you shoot at them, that could be considered excessive force if you <laughs> shot to kill. I'm just saying, if they came at me with some maces, I got some swords and battle axes that I can use. Hell, I'll use my crossbow. I was about to say, you got your crossbow, you can get them at long range. <laughs> If we're going by like age that these were used, I'm just saying medieval, medieval, it's equal. It's not excessive force. <laughs> they're like running at you with their maces and you pull out a crossbow. They're like, we immediately regret this decision. <laughs> <laughs> you 
drop two of them by the before they get up there. And the, oh my goodness, that seems. Now I want to see this happen. You know what's funny? You know what's funny? Oh my god. Okay, I know I sound like a big nerd saying this, but this would be like my dream scenario. <laughs> Seriously, it would be coming at me, and I would like a tear would come in the corner of my eye, and I was I would just say out loud. I would just say out loud. I've been waiting for this moment. And I would just literally, like this battle cry. I would fire a couple off at distance and then close in dual wielding. Oh my God, this would be amazing. <laughs> Those kids would be wrecked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man. I mean, I know, like, yeah, I, I, that's one of those things, like, I have weapons that I've made. So this would be like, this would be like fun time. This would be like, <laughs> like yeah, it would be like, oh, man, I've, you guys are making my day. So I could real, almost kiss you for this. The real question is, what would you use? <laughs> what medieval weapon? So man-to-man combat, or man-to-man, three-on-one, they have a mace, a morning star, and like, uh, you said a battle axe. What would you use to counter three teenagers who are less powerful than you but also have medieval fucking weapons? Do you want Two me to weapons. answer seriously or like... <laughs> <laughs> Ridiculously, because I can go either way. I don't think there's another option other than ridiculously, but yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Kills like, oh, I use the fishnet and spear. <laughs> I can go serious. Okay, when you're facing the enemy, especially more enemies, you always want a shield, all right? Shield, got that nice deflection and parry, so that you can have your main hand, you can have some and something that's just like attack, attack. So like, an axe would be good, a mace would be good. Those are not like parrying weapons, so axe and mace, axe and, um, or, or shield and mace, shield and axe. Uh, we could talk about spear. That might be interesting. Shield and spear. Uh, you could dual wield, like a sword, long sword, like a dagger. Uh, what else? What else? Uh, oh my god. <laughs> Sorry, guys. It's getting to honor boner here. Right. Go ahead. Oh, here, guys. Go ahead. Tell me your answers. Uh, I'm, I'm going, um, straight up, um, Spartan, Spartan attire. I have a shield, spear, and then for <laughs> close, when they get in tight, that's, that's short sword. Because I am a very Spartan. compact, I'm a compact human being, and my my power is best exerted when I don't have to like reach out too far. <laughs> like if I can make contact, and then like like much like in football, make contact and then go through them, the force behind whatever I'm doing gets that much greater. I See, believe. I don't know if this is cheating, but I'm gonna go broadsword and suit of armor, like chainmail. I'll consider that as a mode of defense. So this is also something you got to pull out of the back of like your your Mazda or something. So you can have like a chain a suit of armor. You're just gonna. Well, chainmail shirt and like the little kilt skirt thing. You just like chainmail over your shirt, belt. There you go. Yeah, because this oh, is something I was no. like, oh yeah, come on, motherfuckers! And I have my, I grab my shield that already has the what is it called? This this the sword, the small sword, Gilbert. What's it called? Uh, spatha. The, spatha. I have the spatha already in the shield, and I'm just gonna grab my spear and be like, let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I figured out the perfect way to do this. So like in war, it's like. 60% morale. So I'd go straight up like Gaelic on them. I like start stripping all my clothes and I'd <laughs> grab like a sword, like start cutting myself. I go fucking berserker on them. <laughs> I would just be screaming at the top of my lungs, just running at them, butt naked, probably fully erect too. So <laughs> <laughs> draw designs on your body with your own blood. <laughs> draw a swastika on your chest. Oh no, they'll be super offended and they won't want to. <laughs> it doesn't mean anything in the Middle Ages at that point. I'll be, I'll be fired at my job. <laughs> Get back to them. 
Well, you didn't want to work at McDonald's anyway, so that's all right. <laughs> no, okay, so really, though, ideally, though, probably, like, you open up a few shots from the bow to kind of, like, disperse them or pick off, you know, anyone you can. Then shield up, put your back against, like, a car or something, use your spear, go at them for a little bit, and then you get down and dirty, you pull out the sword, and go to town. And don't forget to use your shield to knock them unconscious and then bash their head into a pulp. All right. Well, this has been Medieval <laughs> Playtime with Gilbert, Sam, and Gerg. So, I think... For what the, it's worth, Gilbert, you need to make me all those things that I say, like shield and whatnot, and then my spear, and then my little sword. And so, I think the, like, the biggest Spartan? takeaway is that this guy's a fucking badass. Because, so these kids hit him with the fucking mace, and after getting hit in the head, they asked for his cell phone... The guy refused. The kid ran away, and he chased after them with, like, a bleeding and bruised face. That's fucking badass. Like, he took a fucking mace to the face. And was like, no, you're not getting my phone. And chased them away. Multiple, like, teenagers. Like, <laughs> he probably pulled out, like, his car key. He was like, I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> like, his, like, inner, like, past, like, reincarnated self just came out from his, like, soul. And it was just like, no, not again. And then just chased after those guys. Like, I'm pretty sure he's been hit in the f- face with a mace before. I'm <laughs> like just in saying, past though, life. if there was a mace in the room, I would be the first to know. I don't think <laughs> I could be surprised with a mace. <laughs> That's not something where I see somebody walking up to me and being like, oh, it's a mace. They're probably just going to keep it there. Especially, <laughs> probably not. Yeah. especially I, I don't know them. Especially if they yeah, ask for the cell phone. Gilbert noticed that shit when that guy walked in the room. He's like, oh, it's a mace. <laughs> for me? I, I probably would have approached them. Hey, guys, we got a mace there for That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. Can I use it? Can I, can I borrow it? Does it work? And then smash. <laughs> I know what you uh, motherfuckers are trying to do and just keep hitting. <laughs> no. Oh, man. Crazy crazy, man murders three teens in Baltimore. <laughs> With a mace. Coming from, coming from Renaissance, Renaissance Fair. <laughs> I'm just uh, saying, they couldn't have used that tactic in a Renaissance fair. Because I've been to one, and those dudes are, like, straight-up armored. <laughs> and they have halberds, so they got reach and defense. Yes, that's what I was thinking about, that pickaxe thing, halberd. Yeah. Right? Pickaxe thing? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a pick, an axe, and a spear. Yeah. Halberd. Not Halliburton. 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 Money, money! <laughs> cool! <laughs> Oh, All right, guys. References. This segment is brought to you by history. Like, don't ask me about medieval stuff because I can get going. I could talk about all kinds of stuff, like weapons, history, anything. Like, there's this. See, I'm people. already starting. Yeah, see, I'm already starting. Like, there's this. Don't don't do. Yeah. We don't want to bore anybody. <laughs> I'll give this real quick. I'll tell you this. Like, it's an old English story about a British man who um, crosses over into the Americas. And then becomes a Native American. Oh wait, that's not a folk tale. Dateline: The Mexicans. British man quits job to pursue dream of becoming Native American. <laughs> this is not a test. So, so yeah, okay, yeah, done, finished. Yes, yes, sure. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. See, I didn't know. You. I knew you weren't. I knew you weren't. Yeah. Another one in there? No, just you know, squeeze it out like that last fart. Yeah. Right. 
There you go. <laughs> so I'm just saying, we all have dreams. Not many of them involve becoming a Native American. But this guy's was. <laughs> 65-year-old British man, Les Atkins, goes to become a Native American. <laughs> traitor. Period. Like a traitor in like the highest regard. Not only is he British, going to the Americas, but then joining... Who the Americans fought against for their land. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> if you would explain this to a Native American, like one day there's gonna be the like the whitest man of the whitest man is gonna come here <laughs> and want to be like you. He is so white that he managed a mayonnaise factory. <laughs> right? Like <laughs> a mayonnaise factory. I, I didn't know it was awesome. existed. I think it's awesome for one because I wish I knew some. I wish there were. This is gonna sound so horrible. I wish that there were more Native Americans around to teach us more about their culture because I like. Um, I really like the the Native American flute, that really calming, soothing, like wooden flute that you get from like uh, like. Um, I guess all tribes had it, but the Navajo were really kind of like into like making them kind of mainstream and selling them essentially. You mean like the, the ones you get at target for $10, those CDs of like Indian wood flutes. Yes. <laughs> those are super calming. Uh, there's a, a movie wind talkers. Mm-hmm. Great movie. Navajos uh, gave us code for world war two. The Japanese are like, what the fuck is going on? This isn't even words. <laughs> and, um, there's a scene where the, uh, there's a guy playing that, his like the flute that he made when he was a little kid or whatever and it just sounds so like calming and relaxing that i was like i can see somebody getting into the culture just to learn like the instruments alone you know mm-hmm. i mean to be fair it's it's not like completely terrible to like other cultures you know in fact we should encourage that right um so you know to each their own if he wants to be a native american englishman that's fine. I have nothing against it. <laughs> However, he wants to go to English schools and museums to teach ignorant locals about the Native Americans. Dick about it, like Mr. White Man who owned a mayonnaise factory. Does he know the struggle? I think he's the guy who put the swastika on the fucking thing with the mayonnaise. Right? He's like, if we learn to, if we all, if we learn to uh, ignore it, then we can. It won't have any power. <laughs> Imagine if you're like a school of Native American kids and this white dude shows up to tell you about your culture with an English <laughs> accent. And you're just looking at him like, what? Like, All right, so when the white devils came and attacked everyone, <laughs> gave us blankets of smallpox, it was terrible, terrible. Australians didn't go to America. The British, <laughs> right, did he, the British did, went. Yeah, British. Cockney-ish. Cockney. <laughs> I'm just what saying, you want like, about? Like, what? if all those kids who love Japanese culture went to Japan... <laughs> They probably disillusioned, so I don't know. I don't know if we should completely support this guy. <laughs> like, imagine if like Wiggers thought it was cool to just be like super out there. Oh, never mind. They kind of are. Yeah. Right? <laughs> or just like that, and that the Japanese has that subculture of like girls who dress up in blackface. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's like, brown yeah, that's, face. That's whatever. It's that's not, not cool. <laughs> it's equally bad. <laughs> Equally bad, sweet Jesus. I don't know, man. I I believe in a guy who follows his dreams. I mean, like, guy's sixty five years old, and he's gonna educate people about the Native Americans. So, 
I mean, more power to him, I think. Like, you have dreams, right, Gil? Like, your dream was to battle someone in holy combat with a mace and a spear and a shield. Oh, believe me, that combat would not be holy. <laughs> no, like, but, would you, like, I mean, sodomize them with the halberd? Or what? <laughs> not quite. <laughs> I'm just saying, <laughs> let's say general violence is not something that I consider holy. Hey, it's the Crusades. It was perfectly fine, man. Uh, it kind of wasn't. <laughs> but that's just my opinion. Yeah. Anyway, I mean, like, if you were to... Okay. Challenge. Challenge accepted. You must immerse yourself 100% and wholly into a culture. What would it be? <sighs> Real or fictional? Because <laughs> I would be in, like, a Pokemon culture. Type. Fictional. Fictional. <laughs> Because I would immerse myself in the world of Pokemon. No, I wouldn't do that. I, so you would I, make your, you would become a Pikachu. I'm, <laughs> no, and Sam, I'm saying you immerse yourself in there. So you're still yourself. You're just now in this culture. Uh so so the, it was it counting fictional. We'll do both. Okay. You do your real one first, and then maybe you could do your fictional one. Uh, real. Uh, as as fucking. Oh, okay. No, no. Say it. Okay, I'm gonna actually switch it up. Go ahead. We're going to do round robin. We're going to do Sammy does me, I do Gerg, and Gerg does Sammy. You're going to pick the culture that they will immerse themselves in. Gerg, turn, off the, turn on your mic. <laughs> <laughs> oh! <laughs> All right. So, Sam, you give me a culture to immerse myself in. I give Gerg a culture to immerse himself in. And then, Gerg, you give Sammy a culture to immerse himself in. Is this to ruin them or is it for them to, fl- to flourish? The choice is y'all. The choice is y'all. <laughs> <laughs> so what? Is it bad that no, I have one Gilbert? Try to try to try to think about my personality, mm-hmm. myself. What culture would you immerse me in? Um, can we go back in time? <laughs> Why is this so many stupid goddamn question? God damn it! I'm trying to I'm trying to do what's best for you. It doesn't Does it have give to be you imaginary. Any, like brief prefaces. Just answer the fucking question. All right. Pick okay. A culture that exists now. On no, no, hold on, Gilbert. A culture that exists now <laughs> that Gilbert, when he was 12, like four months after his birthday, would appreciate. There, go. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, man. Answer the question. I, I already have my you... answer for both of you. <laughs> I would put you in, like, Rome. Like, I would just make you right, Roman. Right. Like, traditional Roman. That would like... suck. <laughs> Catholic at this time or not? Catholic. Before they took over or after? There's a big difference between <laughs> Christian and before Constantine and after. So I don't know. So after, but after Constantine, okay. That so would you're suck. Good. You're <laughs> no, still good. No, no. If it's I better- was in Rome, that would suck because after that, it was the Western Roman Empire, which was in decline for like yeah, three hundred years. <laughs> Shit. I'm was sorry, Roman, Roman and big gladiator. Roman and and Constantinople, though. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I don't know. It, you know what, though? Honestly, if I was in Roman times, I would have fucking olive oil up the ass. <laughs> I would probably keep it literally. There. Probably literally. Yeah. <laughs> but it would be awesome because I love olive oil. <laughs> it would be so real olive oil, not mafia olive oil. It would be awesome olive oil. I could taste the feet of the people who pressed them. <laughs> probably good because they didn't have showers back then. Oh, man. Now, see, that, that leaves an awkward question, too, because if I had a slave and she was really hot... <laughs> Like if, if what you did? Roman Roman culture, they would be like, "Dude, why aren't you hitting that?" Like, is she slave? She can't say no. But then I'm from my time, 
So I would be like all awkward about it and be like, no, nah, I can't. I, you know what? I you can't like do that. Boy? And then Should I would alienate myself. She's my slave. She's like, she's not, she's going to hate me to a degree. And just be like, <laughs> uh, this motherfucker, why is he coming close to me? What does he want? What is he going to do? Is he going to kick me? Is he going to, no, no, fuck this guy. All right. <laughs> I'll go get him some baskets or something. All and, right. So you survive, <laughs> I guess, in my scenario, but. No, my, yeah, that scenario is fine, I guess. I mean. <laughs> you have olive oil up your ass. Olive oil. I, that's how Romans clean themselves. Like, put them olive oil all over their bodies. <laughs> anyway. All right, Gerg. Gerg. Hey, me. Gerg. Modern times. On planet Earth. <laughs> Not Namek? Not a fictional character place. I would immerse you in... Let's go. Let's go something easy. I would immerse you in Amazon culture, like tribal Amazon culture. What? I'd be a god to them. <laughs> You'd be the I'm pasty big, god. Yeah, I'd be chat. a pasty god. I'd be like the, when the freaking Cortez landed with the goddamn Aztecs. I'd be like, motherfucker, don't don't look like us. He has to be something godly, right? A full so, stomach, white I'm skin. Talk, no, no, I'm telling you the like modern contemporary, like they live today. They've seen a white beard or two. They know about oh, us. Oh yeah, but the booties though. <laughs> That tribal booty. That no, good, that good, that good, like, indigenous blood. It's like, you know, it's nice and strong. and got no cancer in it or anything like that. <laughs> you got some good-ass babies right there, man. some natural ge- geographic titties. I'm shit. just saying, Greg, you would have to be, like, a shaman or something. Because the way your feet are, you wouldn't be able to walk anywhere. No <laughs> shit. Stuck huh? at the fucking village, like, all day, just kind of like, uh, okay, I'm going to try it today. You step out, like, a snake bites you, and you're like, okay, I'm done for today. Like, <laughs> I, I'm done. I'm out. <laughs> I'm uh. I'll, I'll be the houses. I'll be the tribe cook because I'm Mexican and we can make anything <laughs> taste delicious. So <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I'll out. I'm I'll, I'm full in that anacondas and shit. You find like hey. the pepper plant. You're like, oh, psh, I'm done. <laughs> so let's go ahead. When you got that water just right out there, just give it give it a few days. It'll dry out, and then we got some sea salt. We good. <laughs> <laughs> good. Give me some of these herbs and spices you guys like. You got some well, we, chilies just growing on this tree. Right? Yeah. You guys like you guys like hot chocolate? We got some cocoa. It'll take a little work, but I got it. <laughs> hey guys, hey, we got like eighteen different type of potato. What you want? What you want? <laughs> what you want? Right? What you need? Yeah, sweet need? potato. Do, can potato. we steal a cow? Because I just need some milk, some dairy. Here we go. <laughs> I'm gonna turn the Amazon titties into something beautiful because they need the right vitamins and shit. <laughs> You'd invent bras and just be like, hey, just wear these for a little bit. Wear these for a while. Eat Not this. They'll get nice and firm. Don't worry about it. And then be like, for, it's like, um, crazy man at Amazon completely changes culture. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't, no, he doesn't modernize it. He just changes the culture. <laughs> just, yeah, I modernize it. We're still living in Stone Age era, but hey. I'm just I, saying, you're, it would be awesome. You would have to wear one of those grass skirts. With those giant penis cones on it, just FYI. <laughs> oh, I thought that was African. I didn't know that was so much uh, Amazon. That is multicultural. <laughs> <laughs> the dick cone. The dick cone. Hey, I'm all about it. It's surprisingly oh. ubiquitous. I'm sure I, there's some um, Chinese dick cones out there. Some. Uh... Uh-huh. That looks like bugles. <laughs> <laughs> That's a tiny penis joke. The, the Vuvuzela. 
initially started out as a dick cone. <laughs> oh shit, that's crazy. <laughs> I'll be a dick, I'll be cool with a dick cone, a little bit of a seashell at first. But your ass ass cheeks would be a full display, just FYI. <laughs> hey, I'm like like they normally are. That's cool. Like as usual when I get drunk. <laughs> all right, so is it my turn to tell Go Sammy's? Yeah, I, yeah. I'm right. not comfortable with this. All of a sudden, I um, I want Sammy because I think it'll benefit him. <laughs> God damn it! Are we gonna do another time around where it's gonna be like one subject that fucks him up or something? <laughs> I hope not. Sure, we can do that one real quick. Sweet. All right. So, all right. So, I'm gonna send Sam. I'm gonna send Sammy. I'm gonna humble his ass a little bit because he's like, "Oh yeah, I'm so big and everybody's so tall or whatever." I'm sending your ass to the fucking Pacific Islands. You're going to goddamn <laughs> Samoa, motherfucker, where you can be the smallest motherfucker dude on that island. And oh, goddamn, you're on an island, so you have to meet a girl or you're gonna die. <laughs> He's gonna and, eat healthy. He's gonna eat all and that. And you're gonna fish eat fucking and, healthy. All that fish protein and rice spam. and uh, that's Hawaii. I'm telling you, way further. You're going to Samoa <laughs> and Tonga, man. Like that. Maybe if, maybe they have some there, but the, they got that good old um, pit pig. Just throw pig on a stick in a hole with fire, and then cover that shit for like a week, and then come back, and it's oh look, it's done. Ooh, you should be like you could do that spear fishing. You mm-hmm. just like dive amongst the coral. Hopefully, don't a, slice yourself open. Do I have get to a, like get a face tattoo? Maybe not a face tattoo, but no, you do. Okay, or, or you have to immersion. emerge fully into the culture. So Eric has to wear a dick cone. You got to get a face tattoo. <laughs> oh shit! At least you don't get dick cone, man. And you got to make that face where you go like. Bah. Yeah. Maybe yeah, you go Google exactly. the face. There you go. So you got to work on your um. Learn a haka. I know a haka. So uh, oh, there's a throwing weapon that they have that's pretty cool, I think. Oh, it's like a barbed spear. You can learn how to use one of those. Yeah, and then it has like the the um like what are they called? Stingray singers in it, so it breaks off. Yeah. Wow. There's all types of cool stuff, man. They're a war tribe, war war culture. That sounds then, awesome. What was the one that you were gonna pick? All right, no, well the asshole one. <laughs> if I wanted to be a dick about it. I yes. thought that was the one you'd be a dick about it. No, no, no. That this one was cool. I, I knew you a famer. If I want to be a dick about it, I'd say I want to immerse Sammy into the pickup artist culture. <laughs> Jesus because God. there's nothing lamer than that shit. Because <laughs> those guys, little like they're outside of the objectifying <laughs> of women, they're very much like I'm awesome. It's like no, you're 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 a douche. Stop. I already have the fedora, so I'll be good to go. Hey, don't talk bad about fedoras. Man, (laughs) honestly, you can't wear fedoras anymore. Those guys and neckbeards, which I am one when I don't shave, they took over the fedora. No, you can still rock the fedora. You just can't, like, you can't wear it where that you bring yourself attention to it. And you kind of have to wear it every time people see you. (laughs) And it can't be just like a straight black fedora. I mean, you know, change it up a little bit. Add like a pinstripe or something, you know. There you go. I can still rock it. Get a a straw version. There you go. A little pokey hat. Make it look like you're from Miami, drug dealer. <laughs> yeah. It's okay, wear man. Little, wear, your, wear your white pants like Pitbull. There you go. <laughs> 305. All right, All right so. Greg, we're going to be a dick about it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to immerse your ass in, let's see. Prison. Now this, you know what? <laughs> uh, I was going to say Siberia, but hmm. that's probably just, just, that's good. If we want to go like, really terrible i'd have to go in like history 
I'll put you like on a sugar farm in like Jamaica. Good see, like, God, man. See like all your friends die and then the rest of your friends die, but then they capture some more of your friends and bring them over so that they could work on it and die. Or maybe like a silver mine uh, in uh, Brazil. I'm sure Why? the food- <laughs> mercy in the culture. <laughs> Can I at least be like <laughs> like a Spanish, maybe like a pirate that went down and nope. got caught in, in Jamaica. Nope. Like a heading down the Cuba with the load of sugar, so I can see like pirate shanties. Nope. <laughs> Damn it, no shanties. Have- You're just you. You show up on the beach one day. They look at you like, oh shit, who's this? I don't know. This got no idea on him. White man. Let's put him in the sugar plantation. Work him until his arms fall off. And then kill well, him because he can't work no more. What's it called? Yeah, so I'd be like, I, well, I guess I would sing songs, but it'd be like, come, Mr. Tallyman, Tally me, man. No, no, no. Like, oh. I know a drunk guy that sang that song once. And this video of it. <laughs> you mean me? <laughs> yeah. All right, Sam, where would you send me? If I want to be a dick about it? Sure. Uh, I would send you to... A place where there are no black women. <laughs> Like so, where the Eskimos live? They no, live back enough. I would send you. <laughs> so you gotta send them where there's just white people. <laughs> I would make you live with the bronies. That's fine. Immerse yourself in brony culture? That's hardcore, Sam. At least I'll be hidden in my brony costume. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. That's, that's being a uh, furry. I'm not saying you're a furry. I'm saying you're a brony. You didn't transcend that yet, but you have to wear oh. the pink shirts and like you have to put Photoshop pictures of you kissing one of the My Little Ponies and all that shit. That's Jesus. disturbing as shit. I, you, know, <laughs> you know what? Honestly, though, I think my sisters probably think that's what I am anyway. So, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, no crap, huh? Half the my, family thinks Gilbert's a clopper. My Theo's would be like, "Is that a girl horse?" And they'd be like, "Yeah, Theo." And I was like, "Oh, okay. At least he's not gay." <laughs> no shit right. in our family. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I don't, yeah, you could have done worse. I take that. I'd be a brony. I don't care. All right. Then what am I? I get, I get to work and get ripped up and shredded working on a uh, sugarcane plantation. That's a good ass rum too. No, the crack, the cracking is a uh, sugarcane used with slaves. Uh, hey man, probably at one point. <laughs> at one point, yeah. but um, I mean, I like a girl with that can work. You know, and I may or may not be able to pick up women. So. Or you will be, but it would they'll be see it coming damaged. a mile away. <laughs> what? It would be they'll emotionally com- damaged and sad. Yeah. And, <laughs> and that'll be your life. Man. It doesn't matter, had sex. <laughs> when's, the last time, when's the last time you played that song? Don't answer that question. <laughs> Don't answer that question, what? you I sad. played it in February. didn't mean it mean anything. <laughs> right you didn't now. Have to that. Honesty. Right. You hear that, ladies? He's honest. Also empathetic. So... <laughs> Also ready to go. He's a little bit backed up. Um, <laughs> do we have any shout outs today? Um, we did all the shout outs last time. Let's go to the Facebook page right now. That quick. wasn't the fucking question. God damn it, Gilbert. Why doesn't he answer the goddamn questions? Because he doesn't listen to what you're saying. I guess this not. Is the part. What was the appropriate answer to that? And then he has to like piece together. I don't what know if we have saying. anymore. <laughs> Let I me said check. I don't know. Let me find out. No, what you said was we did all the shout we did all the shout outs last time. I had asked if I knew I was there for that. I asked <laughs> if we had any new shout outs. It's only been like a day. 
Yeah, excuse me for having faith in our site that we got some new listeners between then and there now, Sam. I'm surprised we have any listeners. No shit. I'm surprised people still like holding on. <laughs> I don't know how many people I've offended. I want people to ask me more questions. Ask me more questions, people. Please. All right. Questions. So, Wait, did you post this? I'm, I'll ask questions right now. Hold on, <laughs> let me on my Facebook page. All right. So we have three new followers on SoundCloud, and we have uh, as of right now one new like on Facebook. Actually, two more that we didn't mention. Well, look at that. It's a good thing I asked if we had any fucking new ones. All right. Well, <laughs> you guys ready then? You douchefags. Douchefags. Whatever. <laughs> Hold on. We're getting a question. Someone's typing it right now. I can see. God damn it. <laughs> What's your favorite movie involving babies? <laughs> That's a silly question. <laughs> Who would ask that sort of question? What's your favorite movie involving animals? Flubber. Oh, I've seen the trailer for the Madagascar Penguins movie. That shit looks funny as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm easily entertained, so. All right, guys. Somebody posed a question. Oh, shit. Good thing I, good thing I inquired who, who asked questions, or else we would have missed it. Let's see what it is. <laughs> What's the question? What? <laughs> no, no, why are you asking Gilbert? Like he's this supposed is, to know. This Hold is on, from the question? Uh, Gil Gonzalez, and is who's that? I don't know. What are your? Th- <laughs> <laughs> what? I can't. Is this read guy it. like this guy it's... should be on the show. He's so funny, apparently. Right? It's it's not grammatically correct, so I can't read well, it properly. Fix it. <laughs> what are your? Th- Fuck it. You read it. Gerg, Gerg, you read it. You Gerg. read it. Yeah, I'm going to copy and paste it. You read it. <laughs> four years of college. <laughs> you need to learn how to spell what that, whoever this oh, yeah. is. What are your thoughts about eating too much and getting a tummy ache? <laughs> That's the thought of the fucking question, not what he wrote. What he wrote was, what's your thoughts eating too much and getting a tummy ache? <laughs> this is mostly correct. Mostly correct. I understand what you're saying there, Gilbert. I'm not a highbrow look down. Gilbert the listener. Um, Gilbert the fourth. I'm um. I'm not. I'm not <laughs> going to look down. Crying. Why are you crying? <laughs> it's because what are your thoughts? Eating too much and getting a tummy ache. Just that <laughs> minus of a word makes me laugh. <laughs> wow. Uh, apparently, be, this guy should be on the I mean, show because he's hilarious. This guy. I'm not going to look down at my nose at you and not understand your grammar, young sir. Real quick, I, I'm going to I'm going to answer. I'm going to go ahead and just answer this question. I mean, like when I eat too much, generally I can't eat think about food. So like if I eat too much and I'm like at the grocery store, I have a real hard time. And tummy aches, they're terrible. I do not agree with tummy aches. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's just what uh if I eat too much and then get a tummy ache, um might have been some like bomb ass like pizza. I once ate so much at a uh, seafood buffet that I started showing signs of mercury poisoning. So I, that's more than a tummy ache. I'll say that much. They <laughs> gave me a little pill. Aches. They gave me a pill to get rid of the mercury in my body. It was kind of cool. <laughs> Were you like like point two five grams like heavier because of the mercury? Mm, yeah, we'll go with the because of the mercury. I was heavier. Yeah, we'll go with that. <laughs> Not the insane amount of crustaceans I've just eaten. Damn Mercury, always increasing our weight. So are you guys ready for our new listeners' shout-outs? That's why I asked the question. All right. All right. So this is for uh, – let's skip over the Facebook first. So uh, Facebook, we're going to go back a little bit. I know we didn't do any for Facebook, but half of them are our family anyway, so uh, they know they're supported. So shh, we have fans. That's right. We do have fans, actually. And one of them is Amethyst Xiaok. Another Amethyst? Didn't we already have an Amethyst? I think it's the same girl or – 
guy, whatever it is. Um, but just on Facebook. Oh. Again, you are the most shining gem. I really like the color amethyst enough so that I'd probably name my child that. Malik Newbill. You can have all the tacos. Fuck that old bill. It's all about that new bill shit. <laughs> That's a User. quote from Sammy. All right, so then we're going to go to uh, back to SoundCloud and, and read off a few more names. So we have user 302728959. In the future, you will get that much monies. In the future, you shouldn't add your name. So we can actually give you a legitimate shout-out because you're an important person to us. Oh. John Horn Guitar. Fifty Shades of Gay. <laughs> you missed that. John- you, John Horn. John Horn Guitar. Of all my guitars, you are the horniest. That sounds like an awesome instrument. Like, we had the guitar. Now I want the horn guitar. <laughs> Dijon Watson 1. Unlike the mustard, it. <laughs> you are superior. Much like Watson is to Sherlock. <laughs> I have a I have a pretty good feeling that somewhere in your name, the maybe your middle name is Gray Poupon. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so oh, that's, that's it. it for, I think that's it for the show. I got to do my word oh. vomit with all of our liking stuff, which is like, come to the com comment, loba da da, shuba, excellence, the face, finest of French wines, American. It's a California website, the media video games, vintage dated. on the label. Unless you want to do it in your 1920s voice. Ah, follow us on Facebook, see? At facebook.com slash Facebook. That would be too <laughs> You would kill him. Right. <laughs> so follow us on facebook.com slash themexcellence, Twitter at themexcellence, and then for YouTube and SoundCloud, go ahead and put a slash, and it's themexcellence, D-O-T-C-O-M. That's YouTube and SoundCloud, themexcellence.com spelled out. That's a little bit simpler. And you can always visit our website, www.themexcellence.com. And you can visit www.mxlnt if that's too long for you to type out. We have a new article from Gergi. He wrote about his newfound love of baseball. I had no idea what was going on in that article, but I imagine you might have a better grasp of that. Um, we also have a whole catalog of podcasts for you to listen to. A couple articles that I need to update and write more of available on the website as well but you can go ahead and look at our about us learn a little bit more about us um on that page find out what excellence is if you're just joining us and if you're just joining us thank you for subscribing thank you for liking us thank you for being here and um this is it that's it this has been the fantastic voyage i've been sammy gonzalez i've been gilbert gonzalez and i've been gurgi good night everybody dateline excellence.com Podcast over, everybody. Get the fuck out of here. Cheesesteak sandwiches.